The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up but you can't because you're drowning in debt? Now you can with Heather Wagonhalls and the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Heather will show you how to stop chasing your wallet, eliminate debt, lose financial stress, and live the life of your dreams. If you truly ever wanted to have more, do more, be and give back more, now's your chance. Listen weekly to hear what others are doing to manage their money better with these proven strategies for building wealth with the Keys to Riches financial philosophy. Now, here's your host, Heather Wagonhalls. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at keystoriches.com forward slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for stopping by. We're so glad to have you. I'm so rude not introducing myself. I am the purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. Thank you for stopping by, sharing the platform, if you will, Mr. Terry. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. First off, uh, Mr. Terry, what key is it, Maestro? Uh, Knowledge is power. Not knowing is powerful. Woot! Yes, that is the key. We are in our fourth key. Because it's not just enough... To know what you know. Yeah. It's important to know what you should know. Yeah. But don't in order to be successful at money management. So that's what today's key is. We're going to introduce fully, because I've alluded to it in the first three keys, but I'm going to fully introduce our three questions in five areas of concern, which really is our three, five financial strategy that drives the keys to riches. The keys to riches really just helps you put it all together. But the core base of the money management aspect, the actual money management part, is our 3-5 financial philosophy. But the reason why the Keys financial philosophy exists is because we are not logical creatures at first. And this is a biology-based money management show because we already know to spend less and save more, but we don't. So, we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show. Plus, we have moolah word of the day. And I'd like to use this moneyism for today's show. Ignorance is bliss. And we're going to refute that later on in the broadcast. I was going to say, you're not not buying that. (laughs) (laughs) Ignorance is ignorance. Um, but ignorance is not bliss, and we're going to dispel that moneyism, and why, and specifically why it's a moneyism and not just a statement. But first, let's talk about a little moolah worth the day, shall we? We have Keynesian economics. So oh, wow. last week we did Reaganomics. I'm kind of on a economics trip yeah. here. Um, oh, by the way, if you didn't catch Jeffrey Tucker's interview. You gotta check out Jeffrey Tucker's interview. Good stuff. Um, on unlock your He's just my most amazing friend and greatest ballroom dance partner ever. 
Sorry, Midas, but you got to, there's a new number one in town. You didn't keep up the, the street cred. You lost your rep to, uh, to the dearest Jeffrey Tucker. So, uh, but anyway, um, just a phenomenal interview about, about money and life and it, you're going to like it. You're going to like it. And we're going we're gonna to have him back. He said he would come back too. Uh, so Keynesian economics. It's named for economist John Maynard Keynes. And it's an economic theory which advocates government intervention. Mm. Ouch. Government intervention or demand side management of the economy to achieve full employment and stable prices. Mm. We don't like that, do we? No. That's our word, our moolah word of the day, Keynesian economics. So go check it out from InvestorWords.com if you want to click around because the uh, I uh, I usually pull our moolah words from InvestorWords.com. There's no endorsement there or whatever. They just uh, it's just a great place for as opposed to having to sift through a traditional dictionary. I go there because it's all about what we talk about moolah. Sure. So it's a great source for moolah words, but there's a lot of different things to click on that in the definition itself that would provide you more background information and, and, and highlight some of the other things that are involved with that theory. Yeah. So it's a really good place to start. But let's move on, shall we, to That's- our fourth key in our keys to riches. Knowledge is power. Not knowing is powerful. Yes. So uh, first off, I want to thank you all for stopping by. If it's your first time, welcome to the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, our sister show, our big sister show. It's kind of like a parent, but sort of not. I don't know. So that's why I like big sister, right? Yeah, big sister. Our sister show. So, uh, so anyway, uh, thank you for so much for stopping by. We're glad you're choosing to learn about biology-based money management here. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Keys to Riches Financial Philosophy is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, all while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time here at the Keys to Riches Radio. And our fourth key is knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. So we've asked Two of the questions in our three-five financial strategy, um, and the two questions, the three questions. Let's get those knocked out first. Where am I? Where am I going? And what's the difference? Ding ding ding! That's all you have to answer when it comes to managing your money effectively. Those three questions. It doesn't have to be any more sophisticated than that if you don't want it to be. Because with this key, you are going to learn your financial knowledge checklist, and you're going to learn what you need to know in order to manage your money effectively. And once you know what you should know, you can identify, that's an area that's interesting to me. I need to learn more about this. Or that's not an area I'm interested in. I'm an artist. I don't want to deal with that sort of stuff. But now you know what you should know, and now by understanding what you need, you can delegate effectively. So amazing. So amazing. So uh, anyway, um, so that's what we're going to learn on today's show. So our three questions, we've already asked two of them. Our first key, acceptance and affirmation, is where am I? And so this is just essentially a balance sheet. How much you have, how much you owe, and what is the difference? 
and all we're looking at is our net worth. And is that positive or negative? Is it a positive or negative net worth? And if it's negative, no problem. Remember, we're not passing judgment. We're just making an assessment because with knowledge, once we're armed with that knowledge, we can then take action. And so that's why it's important to understand where we are. Because if we want to go to San Diego, which we learned how to do last week in our Where Am I Going and our Goal Achievement Strategy, uh, it would be helpful to know whether you're standing in Albuquerque, Las Vegas, or Phoenix, (laughs) or wherever, New York City for that matter. So it's important to know where you are so you can effectively plan for your next destination. So after we um, address these, then we're going to be breaking the budget. We're going to learn what's the difference coming up in our seventh key in our Keys to Riches financial philosophy. And then we're going to learn both how to create a cash flow statement and how to start our evaluations or preparing for our our evaluations um, when we get to our... Uh, practicing the three R's key, our review, revise, and recommit, which is kind of like the final piece to our uh, goal achievement strategy. But we also have to address these five areas of concern. And this kind of evolved over time from when I used to first teach this way back when I was on the Financial Fitness Forum. And it's critical that we have a knowledge checklist because ignorance is not bliss, as we'll talk about later. Ignorance is simply ignorance, and what you do not know can hurt you. And we have to overcome our biological tendencies to seek pleasure and avoid pain in this moment. And we also have to uh, overcome our patterning, okay? Because we have, some of our stuff is all survival-based, how we respond behaviorally. And then the rest of it's been patterned in. Something we did that started out whenever it did it, it was at that innocuous first time. And then, depending on whether it felt good or not good, we did it again and again and again. When it, and then we patterned it in and it became a behavior. And one of the things that we do, especially if we're in fear of feeling ignorant, is we avoid learning. Now, there's several reasons why we avoid learning, and and it's the same tendency to avoid learning as we avoid success, because with that comes inherent um, expectation or responsibility, and I'd like to make sure that you understand that I'm saying responsibility and not responsibility, like you understand the word to be, because there's a difference between obligation and responsibility. And responsibility is your ability to respond to whatever it is mm-hmm. that's in front of you that you're addressing. And with, armed with information, you are now able to make decisions and take action. And that might be scary to you. It's not the fear of failure because you're already there. You're, it's, it's like when people say, ooh, when I, when I train them, oh, I don't like sales. Why? Well, I don't like being rejected. And I'm like, you know what? Have they said yes yet? No. Then you're already at no. So you don't even worry about it. Nothing changes if somebody says no. The only thing that will change is if they say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm tell- And it's so funny. The first time when I tell people to go in expecting a no, but still work for the yes. And they're so surprised that they actually did it. They're like, what? Yeah. They can't believe it. Interesting. Because they've they, you know, they've alleviated that fear of being rejected. Well, you already have been. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just take, walking up. You're already at no, you know? And, and, and so people, it, it's, uh, it's interesting. So that fear of learning, you know, if I don't know, then I don't have to address it because there's this inherent obligation that comes with knowledge and that's that it's we are going to respond that we will take some action and respond and one of my favorite phrases that i always say is knowledge is superfluous without application sure so it doesn't that's matter great. how that's, much we know for example quote. you would think that people in mensa would be all like filthy rich, the big oligarchs. You would expect them to be these all-knowing, rich and powerful people, right? You know, um, but uh, no, like some of them, they can't find their way out of a paper bag. Hmm. They're sleeping in their cars. They're barely surviving, but they're intellectually superior. Yeah, yeah. Because they passed the test. And what I have found is that Unless you apply all that knowledge, those smart people right. aren't doing anything with it. Right. But ignorant people have no chance if they don't take action and start learning. So what we're going to do with this key is we're going to teach you what you should know about money. And then you can determine how much you want to pursue that area and learn about it. And so I call this the five areas of concern in our knowledge checklist. All right. And so these are where we want to fill ourselves with basic information on this, uh, uh, on what we should know. This segment of Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Keys to Riches radio listeners by visiting our website at KeysToRiches.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So... Our five areas of concern are income and expenses, protections, asset. Uh, Accumulation. Very good. Asset. Mm. Uh, Mm. Preservation, Mm. but not not yet. Mm. Management. Multiplication. Multiplication. And then preservation. There we go. Asset preservation. So we yeah, got. Some. I would never think of multiplication for some reason. Well, so th- there's a there's a meaning to the madness. So income and expenses. That's like our day to day. Right. All right. So um, we break the budget and create a healthy savings and spending plan here. But since we're not at that key yet, uh, think of think of your income and expenses as budgeting. The simple cash flow that hand that happens day to day in your life. Uh, Protections has to do with insuring ourselves for success, the types of insurances that we need, the kinds that are superfluous, what's appropriate at what age when it comes to insurances. But we have to protect what we're attempting to build. Sure. You know, and one of the things that I like about the protections layer, and this is kind of what I refer to it as, it's uh, insuring success by insuring success. Mm-hmm. So you got the E-insuring success by mm-hmm. I-insuring success. But it's more than insurance. What you're doing is you're renting millionaire status because you what you what when you pay X amount of dollars for an insurance policy, you're paying for the privilege of having deeper pockets than you actually do. 
Yeah. So you're renting millionaire status until you can self-insure, which should be the goal is self-insurance. Right. Okay. And so then we move from protections to the first phase or what I call tiered savings. So we start with asset accumulation. This is just the actual saving part. Asset multiplication is the investing part. These are separate moving pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the final part is asset preservation. And what this does is this is about legacy planning. So this is about our estates and our legacies. And it's also about tax mitigation because the more you accumulate and the more you multiply, the more people are going to come after you. So you've got, <laughs> you've got to shroud what you've accumulated. It's just what you got to do. Right. I mean, and uh, it seems like a lot of work, but it's worth it. Because remember, like Jeffrey Tucker said on the, on, on the, on the show, with, you know, with money comes choice. Yeah. Freedom. The more, yeah. So, so if you want freedom and a lot of it, you need to create more choice. And how do you create more choice with money? Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out how can I create money to create the choices and buy my freedom? Yeah. It's as simple as that. It is simple as that. It's as simple as that. So let's talk and break down these areas of concern here a little bit more. So income and expenses. In this category, this is everything that comes in and everything that goes out. And if you've been with us since the beginning of the season, in key two, we started our organic assessment, take action, make assessments. We're just stuffing our envelope. But essentially, here's the secret and I'm not going to charge you for it. This is totally free, not included in the price of today's lecture. This is just bonus. I'm going to give you the secret to successful money management. Are you ready for I'm it? I'm ready. Sitting down. I'm sitting down. I got a pen. Got a pen? Ready to write it down. Spend less, <laughs> save more. Awesome. Why didn't somebody tell me that in the first place? Exactly. Jeez. That's the secret That's to getting easy. rich. That's easy. <laughs> Spend less, save more. All right. And uh, so, and if you're saying, oh, yeah, well, that sounds good, but I don't make enough. So go make more. Or instead of having to go make more, why don't you tell Uncle Sam to F off and take less? Yeah. Right? Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's just an idea. It's just a thought here. So, income and expenses is everything coming in. So this is actively produced income. This is passive income from investments. This is interest, you know, all of those good things, rental income, capital gains, all that stuff. And then expenses is every single thing that leaks out of your pocket or pocketbook or purse or wallet. All right. So what goes in needs to be bigger in number than what, what goes, goes out. out. Just a thought. I know I sound really patronizing we're right not, now. We're not judging. <laughs> Remember, it's not judgment, just a little acknowledgement, acceptance. This is what it is. Okay. Like it or not, whether or not you accept it, doesn't matter. It is what it is. This is critical. 
All right. Because if we cannot control what goes out, it's never going to matter how much comes in. And one of the things that I see so much, because when I do financial coaching, um, it's usually for, I, I created a great niche for myself with celebrities, professional athletes, musicians, and uh, we've done comedians, we've done all sorts um, uh, of uh, financial coaching. And it's not about making more because these people are still barely getting by. Yeah. So we have this phenomenon. So, so there's two phenomenons that go on with people. So, so more money doesn't solve problems because it's not the in part that's the problem. Usually it's the out part yeah. that we have to work on. And so when we're addressing income and expenses, um, that's what we have to look at. What's going out? And that includes taxes for Uncle Sam. Because you, you need to count. People only look at their take-home pay and, and they base their life on their take-home pay. But if they focused more on what they earned on their gross pay and got a little bit more angry, they could have more take-home pay without any extra effort yeah. at another job. Okay. But what we have to do is there's two factors. So sudden wealth syndrome. The, and that can occur whether or not you're rich. Those are people that win the lottery. But... What do you do when your tax refund comes? So first off, why do you even get a tax refund? Why haven't you adjusted your allowances properly, number one? And number two, the big question is, what do you do with it? Do you blow it? Do you save it? Do you save part of it? Do you save none of it? That's sudden wealth. That's like manna for heaven. It's a big chunk of money that you don't usually get. What do you do with it? How you handle your tax refunds says a lot about how you will handle bigger chunks of money. Yeah. So we call that sudden wealth syndrome. So there's all sorts of things that go into that. But the bigger thing is the more we make, the more we spend. And it's what we refer to as lifestyle creep. And so the more some of these celebrities, I mean, I remember, because, um, you know, I kind of, I got into the niche because I used to do, you know, mortgages and real estate. And, and I got in with all of the pro teams here, it just started out with getting in with the pro teams here um, and doing all of their stuff because, you know, you've got income issues because they're getting paid from one team or they're a newbie or they got bad credit or whatever it is. So you just got all kind of issues. Um, and uh, so you need to have creative financing options when you deal with professional athletes. Plus they're transient. They get, you know, cut from one team, sent to another. They just bought a house. They've got two others, yeah. you know, for, for, you know, previous wives or girlfriends or kids or all of that stuff going on. And before you know, they, they they're traveling with an entourage of 10 or 12. So it's when they go out to dinner, it's not just them and a date or them and their spouse and their kids. It's 20 people at a time, you know, and, uh, then as they get that next new contract or they score some extra bonus or now they're like, you know, Hall of Fame material or whatever, and now their income increases or they get a big endorsement contract. Now that entourage goes from 20 to 30. Yeah. So it's called lifestyle creep. And you do that at your level. Whether you know it or not, if you're the guy at the office that says, first round's on me Friday afternoon, yeah, yeah. you've got lifestyle creep. Oh, I just scored a bonus. I just closed another deal. Let's go celebrate. And it's not you just celebrating, pat on the back, maybe a nice meal with family. Again, you're taking a litany of folks out. Yeah. So it's just lifestyle creep. Oh, you know, uh, my sofa was kind of crappy and I'm having people over this weekend. I think I'll just go buy a new sofa. 
Like that's not buying like an extra candy bar, you yeah. know. I'm having a pity party. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a candy bar, a, a sofa when you can't afford it, you know. Just because people are coming over, so clean the sofa. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> a new sofa is eight hundred to a thousand bucks for a little guy. A steam cleaner is what twenty thirty bucks to rent. Yeah, yeah. Borrow your friend's steam cleaner and be the ultimate mooch, and 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 go do that. So uh, this is an important category. Because this one affects the others, all right? Because if we don't have a handle on the out, we certainly can't afford proper protections the next layer. You know, if we drive, if we own vehicles, we need car insurance. If we have dependents, we need life insurance. If we work at a risky job or one where we can injure ourselves, we need um, disability insurance. You know, if uh, there's... um, Cancer or histories of long drawn out in illnesses in your direct family lineage, lineage, you may need long term care insurance, and it's cheaper if you start paying when you're younger than when you get older. <clears throat> and if you want quality care and you don't want to be living in, you know, a crappy government run, you know, uh, long term care facility where you're, you've got 80 roommates, you know, you don't even have your own space, you like you've got a bunk mate. You know, you haven't had a roommate since, you know, your little brother, <laughs> you know, when you were a kid. Now you got another roommate because you didn't properly plan. So, uh, you know, life insurance, if you're an entrepreneur and you have key personnel, you have key man life insurance. Uh, I, I mean, there's just uh, if you're a homeowner or if you rent property, you'll want either renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance. Again, this is about maintaining a quality of life while you're in your accumulation phase. And, and, and if we don't manage the out in the income and expenses category, we're not going to have appropriate protections. Okay. Health insurance, in my estimation, is the number one insurance people should have because there's nothing more precious. All the money in the world can't buy you good health and you have to be proactive about it. All right. So, so health insurance is another concern too. And you have to address all of these, you know, do I need it? What kind of coverage should I get? What's superfluous? What's expensive? What's unnecessary? What's overdoing it? What's underdoing it? Where do I need to be? These are all great questions to ask. And then we move to our savings. And so we want tiered savings. So we need to have an emergency fund and we all may not be able to start out with three to six months worth of income for an emergency fund, but we can save there. That covers us in two cases. That covers us in the case of workman's comp claims because it takes about 12 weeks for that to kick in. And if you don't have any paid vacation to cover the diff, then you're going to be out of pocket for it. Six months is an extended job, pardon me, an extended job absence. Um, is why you would want six months, um, whether it's uh, maternity leave to supplement maternity leave, whether it's because of a job change or you've been phased out, you can survive comfortably and you, you can continue to maintain your lifestyle if you have six months worth of income in the bank. And then you can choose the next right job instead of just getting a job. Yeah. Okay. Then once we um, start accumulating this, uh, and we start creating momentum in our savings, we can then move to investing. And that's our asset multiplication. And this is how we take $1 and make it do amazing backflips and it becomes two and then four and then eight and so on and so on. Like that commercial, 
You remember? And you tell their friends that one hair shampoo commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell their friends and so on and so on. So you can exponentially build your wealth because now your money is making money. They're like little minions and you send your little soldiers off to go into battle and they go out and they make money for you. And then when you start really amassing wealth, you need to be paying attention to what is your legacy? What does that look like? How does that need to be? And you got to plan appropriate for that. You want to mitigate as many taxes because the more money you make, the more Uncle Sam will take. So you've got to be able to mitigate taxes. And if you want something to pass on, you must protect it properly by creating an estate plan. And to say who goes what, because when people pass, they fight over fry pans. Right. It's sad but true. I've seen it happen in my own immediate family. And and so it's just it's silly um, what goes on. And so you have to make sure that you plan for all of these things. You don't have to actively do it all yourself. You can delegate it to professionals, but and that's why you want to visit the keystoriches.com website and get this key statement, key affirmation, and key action item um, for this week's key because it will give you the tools you need to ask the right questions to hire the appropriate professionals if you don't want to become an expert in that area. Now that you know what it is that you need to know, you can choose to what level you address those five areas of concern. Thanks so much for stopping by for the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, and the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock. Your Wealth Radio. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. <laughs>